in all its iterations, Stargate and yeah. all its iterations, right? <laughs> all of the different versions and all flavors. 17 seasons. Basically. Three, three different? Four different. Wait. Three. Well, you have the movie, which is technically yeah. also. Yeah. Okay. So that, you have yeah. SG-1, okay. then you yep. have Atlantis, then you have mm-hmm. SGU, and one can argue the TV sort of film origins. versions. Oh, and oh, origins. Oh, the, right. oh, and origins. Yeah, All origins. right. See, you already hit five. Some people forgot go. origins, but you know, <laughs> things happen. Oops. Oops. It was a long time ago. Oops. Okay, so but all right, so that's where it started, and then you had and now we added a whole bunch of other things. We've oh, got right. oh, let me think. <laughs> we have um, Buck Rogers. We have Space nineteen ninety nine. We have Firefly. We have um, actually one of our shows that's having a another anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary, uh, Starship Troopers. Oh, and also oh, that, Firefly yeah. is having its own 20th anniversary. So we have a whole bunch of going on. And SG-1 is having its 25th anniversary. So, yeah, tons That's of long. stuff there. Um, we have some newer things, too, Ooh. like Space Force and the Orville, which just wrapped up its third season. So no spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet. But it's- Yeah, we got rid of our Hulu. So I'm going to have to we're going to have to redo Hulu <laughs> so we can watch. The the Orville because coming to Disney Plus. Oh, it is. Yeah, and it is worth it. I I can unequivocally say that. I know there was some unevenness in season one. Season two kind of was getting progressively better. Uh, Three is worth it in my well. And I, (laughs) I I I loved uh, the Orville. um, And yeah, we already have Disney Plus. We just don't have Hulu. So I can wait until it comes on Disney Plus. That will be very good. And I'm sorry. I will love any show that uses Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 as a fight scene, as a fight song. Absolutely. That was the most amazing thing ever. So you have a lot of shows. Now, wait. And we've added one more this year. Okay. And that is the TV, not the video game, but the TV version of Halo. I watched Halo and I liked it. I wasn't sure I would because I don't do video games. But wow, that was a good story. It's definitely more on the dramatic side than the comedic side, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's saying that is true. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we will be talking about it, among other things, during our um, <laughs> during the multiple days of our track this year. Many, however many days there are. Uh, okay, so that's great. And then, now, wait a minute. You said you're going to have Buck Rogers and Space oh, yeah. 1999? We I thought those were with American Sci-Fi Classics. Oh, no. They've actually been ours for some time now. Oh, um, okay. So y'all beat Joe up. Okay. and of a certain type of spacey militariness, we often oh. end up getting it. I'm I'm good with that, y'all. Rock paper, you you Rochambeau Joe out of it. I am good with that. I think that's a great way. Now, to be accurate, though, this year we are going to be doing a Space 1999 anniversary panel because it's 45 years since it went off the air, no. and we are actually doing that in conjunction with Brit Track and with Classic Sci-Fi. Space has been off 45 years. Yeah. Wow. Before I was born. <laughs> okay, Karen, thanks. Let's just go straight <laughs> over that. Him. Not him, though. So there you go. Okay, thank you, James. James, we're. James, come on, man. <laughs> I was seven. I remember watching it because that's when I was getting into Star Trek and Star Wars and so many other things that were going on in the original Battlestar Galactica. So excellent, excellent. So yeah, um, so where are you located? Okay. At least actual... as far as you know right now. We will go with that. Dragon Con is pretty much an animal that mutates and transmits itself all over the place with no guarantees until Tuesday after the show. Pretty but uh, we are actually located in the Westin in Chastain DE. So if you're coming up from Peachtree. Then you just walk up the front steps and we are going to be the first track room on your right. We actually have windows that look out into (gasps) the street and we can actually see the parade turn the corner on Saturday. And wait, wait, you like can see the day ball. You can actually like see the day ball outside. Allegedly. There, there are a lot of buildings also remember, you know, that's true. We're down here. They're, 
the day ball is up there. Yeah, yeah the day ball is up there. So, we have oh, very cool, very cool. And so, all right, so that's where the building is, the Wild Wild Westin, right? One like less than ten steps up from Peachtree Street. It really go is in a door, much. and it's right there. Yeah. And Even John in, could find this. Come Even in, John. sit down, take a load off. John can find it. It's a great. We got tables in the back for people to just kind of <sighs> decompress for a second. Mm -hmm. And we've got chairs and things and posters and animals. And Okay, not actual, but we oh. have dinosaurs. Lots of dinosaurs. <laughs> Where do you, wait, wait, dinosaurs? Why do you have it's dinosaurs? It's a firefly thing. Oh, okay. Oh, those little things that they did with the fireflies and the dinosaurs, the little kind of mean things the beautiful oh no oh and also you yeah. can take what you want and kind of run with it <laughs> yeah that's true i am like a leaf in the wind i got it I okay remember. still too soon though still yeah too soon, i know like. it is still too soon <laughs> although have you watched it i'm sorry it's alan t we don't i can't because i will just screw it up uh he is also have you watched that show illegal alien with him it's uh, on Resident TNT. Alien? Yes. Resident yeah. Alien. Why did I, I have movie? not seen all of it. I mm -hmm. We started and then a whole bunch of things happened. <laughs> I have, it's one of those things I need to get back to. It's funny, folks. It is very, very funny. And it's just, if you if you liked him in Firefly, you're going to like him even more here. So, And it's very odd. It's a very odd show. So, okay, so you're there. And then, James, what is your biggest fun part of all of this with DragonCon? I enjoy um, doing a lot of our events, like our interactive mm -hmm. event, where we screen one of the episodes from one of our shows and do kind of a Mystery Science Theater 3000 Rocky Horror <laughs> twist on it. Mm. Um, so uh, we have audience participation, and uh, sometimes we'll give out little gift bags of Aww. things that are related to the episode um, to increase the fun of the audience. Um, okay. Sometimes they're thrown or made noise with or applied, eaten. And, you know, y'all, you, you can eat them? Right. Mm. It, sometimes. Sometimes. There was a cereal-related episode at one point. Yeah, window of opportunity. Oh, Fruit okay. Loops. Fruit Loops yeah. were involved. Yes, they were. Fruit Loops were involved. So, okay. So now you're talking about events, James. So you already talked about one, which is you're screening an episode, MST3King it, how that became a verb, but we all know it now. What other are some of the other events that you guys have planned? The the Not the panels, although we'll talk about those, but those more special events kind of things. Oh, we have tons of things. Oh, what you got? All right. So our biggest kickoff event is going to be the onesie mixer. And that's something that we've been doing every Thursday night, um, starting at seven, running till about nine 30 or 10 or ish, um, depending on how things are going, but it's kind of like a, a chance for you to just up in your favorite onesie in the AC. So that's nice. Um, you come in, hang out, uh, talk about your shows with people, talk about other things with people. We have games and stuff to kind of get interactive with. We have mm -hmm. a giant cardboard Jenga game. We have giant checkers. We have all sorts of different stuff just to kind of get everybody hanging out. Cause a lot of the folks that we end up working with, you know, on day one, so to speak, they're repeat customers. We have a lot of folks mm -hmm. that kind of hang out in our track room for the whole weekend. It's their home track. So they oh, all want to get to know each other. And then if you don't know what we do at all and you have nothing to do on Thursday, then that's a good time to mm -hmm. come in, hang out and see what we've got going on. Well, and it's not just if you have nothing to do. You can go to different things on Thursdays and, you you know, you can start and, you know, you could start there and wander through the hotels or however you want to get there. Right. And you can do this we're market. earlier in the evening. So if there's some mm -hmm. late night you want to do, you can hang out with us and kind of do a little relaxing chill first, and then go on to the bigger and, and wilder things. Um, but our vibe is kind of casual and onesies are not required. They're just, you know, kind of a fun perk. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hey, how often can you walk around downtown in a onesie? Come on. You'd be surprised, but we're going to go with Thursday night of Dragon Con. There we go. Yeah, you would be surprised. <laughs> All, right. All right. So there's one. Now, what other big kind of fun stuff like this 
Now, one of our biggest events is going to be our actual dance. That's the Can't Stop Ooh. the Signal Dance. It's a Firefly event. And it is on Friday night in the West End in the Peachtree Ballroom. It runs from 10 to 2. And that's 2 a.m. and 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Um, and we also have a whole bunch of things that we do during that time. Not only are we dancing, getting our groove on as far as Firefly fans go, and we have people who take pictures mm -hmm. together and things like that, different groups of Janes and other things. But go. we also have charity items that we sell during that time Ooh. to raise money for the charity, mm -hmm. which this year is Open Hand Atlanta. And I just ordered some new stuff because what we do is we'll buy stuff for the charity and then we'll sell it, see how it goes. And a hundred percent of that stuff goes to the charity. We don't keep anything for reimbursement because that's kind of our donation mm -hmm. to the charity by, with the startup stuff. So Very cool. Very cool. those things are going to be out there. So you'll be able to get some merch. We got a whole bunch of different things. We have cups, masks, color change cups, actually. Lots Ooh, of color change. I know, right? Those are the you most can fun. Buy yourself your color change cup with our little stuff on it and then mm -hmm. go off and get you a drink. And then the magic happens. It's and beautiful. then the magic happens. And it goes, it's, it's magic. It is actually kind of magic. But I have no idea how things like that work. But I, I, I understand there's some science with it, but whatever. <laughs> science. Science. So that is very cool. And then, all right, now what day is that going to be? That's Friday. That is Friday. And then Saturday we have our games and crafts night where we also raise money for charity stuff as mm -hmm. well as the team trivia after that. So Ooh. groups compete together in teams. There's initial charity buy-in about, I think it's 20 that we usually do for the teams to buy in. And okay. that also goes straight to the charity. And then to the victor go the spoils and prizes of random description. Some of them will be interesting. Some of them might be toy dinosaurs. It's it's possible, but usually we do a little better than that. Oh, and okay. That's nice. Also, <laughs> I like toy dinosaurs. There oh, are okay. actually toy dinosaurs at the dance, FYI, just so you know. On there Friday. are toy. Oh, good to know. Good so to Saturday, know. Mm -hmm. Saturdays are get together and hang out, do games, crafts, and trivia. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday is our biggest event, really, yeah. in a lot of ways, because that is our charity auction, the Don S. Davis Memorial Charity Auction, which has been going on in some versions since, what, like 2007, 2008 now? Yeah. And so that's going to be a big deal event where we have a lot of different items that are donated from all different shows. It's not just Stargate. We have Firefly items. We have or actually several Orville items this year as well. Um, we have BSG, B5, uh, a little bit of everything, honestly, as well as plenty of Stargate things, too. We got some signed scripts, among other things. Oh. And Signed pictures, of course. But we also have some models of things, and there's, oh. there's you never know what you're going to see at the auction. You never know who you're going to see at the yeah. auction either. People sometimes just drop by. If they do. You never know. You never know. People might just. We've stop had in. all kinds of people just show up and make appearances. David mm -hmm. Blue just walked through one day from Starting Universe and said, "There Hi, you go." For a while. There you go. That's awesome. I do remember that was uh, the first time I ever heard about this was years and years and years ago, probably one of the early ones, and that there supposedly became a bidding war over Michael Shanks's pants from SG-1, yeah. and it, the what it came down to finally, my understanding is that were they washed or not washed? And I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm good. I understand. You want to buy? I got it. Because he had signed them. Well, you have I'm to like, remember but... one of the earlier parts of the auction was actually uh, auctioning off uh, kisses from Paul McGillian. So that you is see... true. Yes, it was. Paul is <laughs> a, a sweetheart as well, too. Yes. And actually, it is really cool, though, that they are going to be here. Michael Shanks is going to be coming this time. Yeah. Um, we have other Stargate folks like Lexa is going to be here too. Lexa mm -hmm. Cook, who also is technically an Andromeda person too. Yes, she is. Um, Joe Flanagan is going to be here. Uh, Marina Baccarin's kind of our double word score because she's going to oh. be here for her other things, but also for Firefly and also mm -hmm. technically for Stargate as well. Um, and oh, Christopher Heyerdahl, uh, Todd the Wraith, excellent quality, excellent quality guy. guest. Yep. Uh, and Rachel didn't he Luttrell. also play? Wait, didn't he also play um, the really tall with Tila, with Taylor, the really tall guy? 
Yeah, he was a Dothosian as well. Yes, there we go. He's Thank done you. So many different things. He does. Um, yes. Almost as many things as Mark Shepard, who's also <laughs> going to be here again this year. And so we can't quite grab him for our uh, BSG and Firefly stuff necessarily. Oh. He's main main programming property, yeah. but I'm sure that he'll be talking about those things as well. And of course, um, we mentioned Beck Rogers before. Uh, mm-hmm. Neil Gerard's are still going to be here for us, oh, and um, we have our our own little little buy in there. But mm-hmm. I know Walter Koenig is going to be here for Trek, but right. they also have tons of people, so they're going to give them to us for a minute for B five. Oh, you're going to have him for B five because he yes. played a bad guy in B five. Oh yeah. Well, I just I don't know if I would call him bad as much as maybe misunderstood. I mean, he had a situation that he had to manage and he did his best to make sure people were in the right places with the right Mm -hmm. moments and the right persuasion. Gotcha. I'm I'm (laughs) right there with you on that. I just always love it when anybody talks about, oh, Mark Shepard's gonna be here and of like name you know, it's kinda like name a fandom, he's probably been there. Yeah, pretty much. His I mean, IMDb page, his IMDb page basically is far is like sci-fi. The whole yes. of sci-fi. It's just it's been on TV and in the films. Yes, he's in yes. there somewhere. And he is. I love him in Doom Patrol. I mean, he. The first time I ever really remember seeing him was him being a fire starter in uh, X Files, like the first season. And he wasn't a nice guy, but he's always just, he's like the little black dress of sci-fi. And that is always just so wonderful because he can talk about lots. So that's very cool. Um, Okay. So there you go. Now, the Don S. Davis, can you, some people might not know, we hope we've got some new people here. All of our charities now go to the official Dragon Con charity, which is what, Karen? Open Hand Atlanta. Atlanta. They provide um, food and other elements for people who aren't really able to do that for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so they make trips and things um, as well as um, other services where they package things for them. So, yeah, it's it's just really great charity that we've mm-hmm. worked with before as a con. Um, they've, because they've worked with the Dragon Con superheroes for a while now. Yeah. And what's the great thing about this is the Don S. Davis for a very long time was something that raised a whole lot of charity money. And then it was like, well, we can all raise charity money. And then we keep raising charity money. And that's been wonderful. And I know that is a really big part of charity from you guys. And it's so wonderful that all of your people help and and give you things and then buy things, which is always great. Yeah, a lot of people have really worked to keep that an active, viable part of it over the years, um, mm-hmm. with Jen Breland being one of the, the big folks on that, um, mm-hmm. getting it really built up and going. And then um, we've also been really pleased to see then how other people stepped up what they were doing as well mm-hmm. and really started contributing to, and like some years, it's neck and neck. Some years we even get outdone. <laughs> so we have to try a little harder. Yeah. yeah, um, keep yeah art yeah. shows contributing. Um, YA Lit. I know um, lots of other groups too. So everybody is doing their part to raise money individually at the actual um, mm-hmm. events. And Oh, there's a kitty. Look, there's a kitty. Hi, yeah. kitty. Somebody decided they needed to rub up against the camera stand. Of course. <laughs> of course. I'm... The cat doesn't like me. I'm just waiting until all of a the sudden there's, it's not my cat. The cat chose my husband years and years and years ago, but I'm always waiting when I'm doing one of these just for like the cat to come up and be like, oh, well, right now, because you're not paying any attention to me, I can't wait to love on you. But yes, I like your kitties because you have, I remember three last year. Yeah, we currently have two, unfortunately, in the losing one. Um not long ago and one before that, not oh, too long sorry. before that. But um, Linus and Lucy are our babies and they are actually a brother and sister pair. That's and sometimes they love each other. Sometimes they squabble. So it seems about right. About right as siblings. About right as siblings. Okay. So those are great. And then is there anything fun going on Monday? Um, Monday Cause that is the last kind of, day of con, but yeah, it's kind of our low key day as far as that goes. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh Oh, 
But it's our day. We have some of the biggest discussion panels. Okay. So we have, like to have a lot of our ethics panels on Monday. So people will, you know, after they've all kind of gotten tired out going and doing things, they can just sit there and just argue endlessly over the best, most interesting theoretical questions that we can come up with. And then um, our last panel of the entire thing is usually <clears throat> when they are encouraged to give feedback. Mm-hmm. We have a closing panel and we take um, discussions from folks in the audience to let us know what worked well, things they'd like to see next year and all that sort of stuff, because we really value the input from fans yes. and we really want to know what it is they want to see. Cause it's not just about what we like, although we do like what we like. Yes. We really want to know what other people want from this. And mm-hmm. so we always try to, to, take that in at that time so we can start planning for next year because it's an there ongoing Because that happens really quick right afterwards. Yeah, right there. Um, it does. It's Y'all think that's not true. Oh, it's true. Um, so, but that's also just to give a little tip here, guys, or y'all, people listening, there's going to be something on the app where you can rate a panel and you can give comments about the panel and hey, we read the, I'm sorry, the directors read those. Everybody reads them. They like reading them and they like constructive criticism and they like ideas and they like telling them what went right and what went wrong. And so things like that. Um, and especially know this for track rooms and things of that nature. If something is going wrong technically or something like that, or this room is just too hot, too cold to whatever, um, Let's not take a star off for that because, you know, poor Karen and James couldn't do a whole lot that all of a sudden all the micro microphones went boom. So. Especially if it's in a main room. Yes, <laughs> it's especially. in a main ballroom. We, we, no, it's not us, man. But we if will it's do our best. If yeah. it's in our track room and you notice the track room seems preternaturally cold or something, <laughs> let us know. We'll see if let we can work know. it out. Let us know at the time so we can try to fix it right then. There we can't go. adjust the height of the ceiling. Oh, no. Let me explain. We okay. back religiously. We don't always do everything it says because we kind of discuss it amongst ourselves. But mm-hmm. we definitely, definitely have gotten ideas and we've, we've removed things before that we felt like weren't really fitting with what people wanted right. to see based on it. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite pieces of feedback from <laughs> the recent feedback session mm-hmm. was just a few words. Very few words. Too mm-hmm. crowded. Ceiling too low. That was that was the whole feedback. See, let me let me let people know. Directors like it when it's too crowded. That means y'all like what's going on. Maybe and that not makes directors, you know, maybe not so much during the pandemic. That is true. But also, the ceiling's too low for whom? I mean, James is tall. For me, I'm betting they're not going to be low. I'm. You know, I'm a short person. They're not going to be low for me. They're going to be probably yeah, really high. Yeah, not too low either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep it up, Karen. Keep it up. There you but go. That, funny, that funny. was one of our more noteworthy pieces of interest. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yep, that's good. Well, and as you were talking about, so what are some of the panels that you maybe have, they've been hits in the past or... These were some that you're kind of tweaking maybe a little bit because of uh, member feedback. Well, one of the things that we always try to consider is um, things like if somebody says, for instance, we're not really 100% loving the direction of the decor or the dance music or something. We try to Mm -hmm. work on that, too. That's one thing we do. Um, We also sometimes have had panels that we thought were going to go really well, which turned into something else, either maybe because there was a panelist who kind of took it in a different direction, um, or maybe it was just something that was a sensitive topic that got out of hand somehow, perhaps, um, and people weren't really giving it proper consideration. You know, it's it, there's there's difficult topics to talk about, and it also some of them are not really ones that you put in the um, the mature time frames, which are at ten. Right. But they're ones that end up kind of going sideways. Like sometimes we have discussions on what do we talk about with, say, mythology and religion. That you know that those are really big parts actually of mm-hmm. the sci-fi franchises that we're with. 
Um, it's very much informative of what's going on with BSG, very much, very much also with Stargate, for instance. Um, so to be able to talk about those things, sometimes you have to be careful to keep it from going too far down a discussion of current modern religion practices right. and things like that. So right. sometimes we've revamped things to kind of move them away from, from topics that weren't, aren't really actually honestly relevant to what we're trying to discuss, which is the okay. show related things. So those are things we sometimes had to flip around, but okay. we also get ideas from people and we add those in as well. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes we bring back things we haven't done for a while like, for instance, uh, we have the felt nerdy folks who are puppeteers who are going to be bringing us a show. <gasps> and that's going to be really exciting because it's kind of a fusion of okay. um, Stargate and Doctor Who called Companion Carter. And that's kind of fun. And okay. then afterwards, they're going to take some time to also talk about puppetry a little bit and give some information to people to so take questions. So a little Q&A, a little show, mm -hmm. some tell. Good time. So, yeah. There you go. That's a good, those are always good things. Those are always good things. I like show and tell. Um, so now where are, we'd already talked about that. You're in the Westin, less than 10 steps up right from Peachtree street, right there. Get in. It's right there at that first part. But where is your Facebook page or your own web page or things of that nature? It's on Facebook. It is? Okay. What? <laughs> how does that go? Okay, okay, okay. Hey, how does that go? Come on, lady. You all right. All right. The actual answer is that you can find us at military sci-fi at, that simple, um, Dragon Con, which is two mm -hmm. words. And that's on Facebook. Um, if you search for that, you should be able to find our group. It's mm -hmm. a private group because we like to make sure that we don't have random people spamming the members with whatever stuff is going on. And we keep the content focused on track related stuff, actor related right. stuff, things that are writer related stuff. Things that are actually you know focusing in on our area and our shows. That's and right. we also have a Twitter. At MSFM track. Okay. So at MSFM track. Excellent. You can find us there. We tweet things out sometimes. Uh, probably the Facebook at the moment is the most active of mm -hmm. our areas. Uh, we have a YouTube that uh, channel that's kind of attached that you should be able to access. I, I think it's on the it's on the Twitter links. I think it's in the information. It, it will be, be if it's not. <laughs> and it's oh, on yeah. there the um, yeah. access point for um, the Facebook stuff. We also have a Facebook mm -hmm. page as well as our group which is Military mm -hmm. Sci-Fi Media Dragon Con. That's okay. AT Dragon Con. Okay. So, you know, just so that you can uh, find us in a couple different areas. Um, if you want to email us, you can reach us at militarysci-fi at dragoncon.org and contact okay. us that way. And there's also ways to uh, contact us through the dragoncon.org website. That is very, very cool. So now what are some of the things that you're really hoping that might be new this year that you're really hoping a lot of people will come into. I'm, I'm going to do my best to be there for puppets. Cause I do love me some puppets, but puppets are, fun. puppets are fun. <clears throat> well, we do have some things like uh panel celebrating anniversaries, like the 25 years of Stargate. Um, of course there's always the media panels, which are their own thing, but uh, we have other things like uh, villains of Firefly. We're going to be looking at some of those classics. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, just, all the different people that they've had to go up against. And maybe some of them weren't villains in the technical sense, because technically you're talking about a whole bunch of, um, you know, scavenger, lawbreakers, smugglers, yeah. whatever, space pirates, just a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, um, we are going to have the Halo panels. So that's going to be mm -hmm. kind of a new thing, because that's a whole new show for us. Um. We also have trivia uh, that's a separate mm -hmm. trivia from what we're doing with the team trivia. There's oh, okay. BSG trivia as well. I'm so, sorry. Say that one one more time. What kind? SG? BSG. BSG. So oh, okay. Very, very fun. Tipsy Toaster from Interfleet Broadcasting and Freya from the Battlestar Galactica Fan Club. She's the mm -hmm. vice president. They're going to come in and present that. And Ooh. it's interactive, so everybody can participate with their phones and mm -hmm. do stuff with that, and that's kind of fun. That and is very cool. And they have prizes yeah. usually to give out. We've got things, too. Um, Yay, prizes! 
<laughs> so many. I like prizes. Prizes are fun. Prizes are fun. So that is good. Okay. So now I, I got it. I mean, we ha- you have no track panels completely set in stone. The the order of them is really more in question than the yes, content. Right. The content. Right. Right. But what we is- still have conflicts we are working on at this time. So unfortunately, I can't give you major times except for, for our big events because those are the ones that have to get more set in stone. Yes, that's exactly right. And you do whatever Regina tells you. If you Indeed. have to move, you move. Yes, we understand that. And it's again, it's not dra- it's Dragon Con. So until you know, your butt's in the seat and the panel's already over. You know, you it's always sure. tentative. It's always tentative. I mean, we're just I, doing so many fun things. Like, the interactive is going to be great. because It's going to be our Mrs. Reynolds from Firefly. So, they're going to get oh. Saffron in on the action. And just so much fun stuff. Oh, oh, and one of our uh, perennial sort of things. Um, we mm-hmm. have a couple interesting things that we do. We want to make sure that we're honoring diversity and representation in shows. So we're going to have a mm-hmm. panel relating to diversity and representation in military sci-fi, which okay. we can talk a lot about um, some of the stuff that's going on in Halo as well as other things right now. Um, so that's one of the things that we're looking at. But also one of my favorite things that we do at Con uh-huh. is in fact a mature panel. So please be advised you need to be 18 or over. And And it's not going to be until 10 p.m. It's not going to be until 10 p.m. So, yes. It will be at 10 p.m. on Sunday. That's one of the ones that we have more Mm. fixed. And that is our Mad Libs panel. So. Uh Uh-huh. And right before that one, we actually have a Would You Rather panel. So we're kind of going to be doing a little bit of fun stuff with that. Um, But. <clears throat> the Mad Libs panel is where kind of goes a little bit off the rails, but in a fun I way. Because okay. you have a script, and just like Mad Libs, you won't know what is actually the script or anything else. You can't see what's in it. You'll be asked to provide a noun, a verb, an adjective, a group of things that float on water. Who knows? Could be anything. A group of things that float on water. Okay. <clears throat> could be ships, could be seals. Could be your mom. I don't know. Buoys. I don't. Yeah, right. Buoys. Your mom. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But then those things get filled in. And Mm -hmm. then I (laughs) hastily print out little scripts. And people that we've reselected, but also audience members, we like to get them involved too, um, participate in reading out these scripts with the new version. It's the new pages, if you will. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah, it often goes, there's a reason it's at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And that. I'm going to, I'm going to assume would you rather is more about like, which ship is, which ship would you rather be the pilot of or the other um, versions that go well, with that game? It's kind of goes, um, it depends. Well, some of the yeah. questions we posed um, in our write up for it is, okay. would you rather become a Wraith or a Reaver? Ooh, neither. Exactly. <laughs> That's not an option. That's not. Oh, I don't like. I don't like that question. If you That's could only save gross one, either way, would you rather uh, save Jack O'Neill or Daniel Jackson? Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what's going on <coughs> at the time. I think well, I that that may it. be true as well. That that could be true as well, but. I, I I like older gentlemen. Um, so there that was Jack. It was real fast. It was real fast. Jack. Now, if you ever did Jack versus Shepherd, that one would hurt. Uh, that one would take me a little bit of some serious soul searching because he has ears that look like like um elves. <laughs> Shepherd does. Those are only some of the kind of questions though that That's you're going to experience during that mm-hmm. time, and it's at eight thirty, so we're about to gear up into the Mad Libs panel. And then at 10, Mad Libs panel hits. Then at 10, Mad Libs panel. And the beat drops. Okay. (laughs) You were talking about um, your can't stop the signal. Do you have a DJ for that? And is it somebody Dragon Connors might know? Or do you not know yet? 
<clears throat> we are currently in talks with two DJs, so we're working okay. on trying to make sure we have the right fit for that because we want it to be a really enjoyable, engaging experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. And we have a whole variety of people with those shows. I mean, we've got uh, kind of a newer generation to some extent of fans with things mm -hmm. like Halo. And then we have kind of a different generation where we're looking at things like Buck Rogers and old school BSG. And mm -hmm. then we've got everyone else, a whole group of folks in between. So we try mm -hmm. to make sure that you can't please everybody, but we have something consistently good for everyone. You're trying to do your best. There you go. That's always fun. And y'all can then do the Twiggy dance because there was a dance called, <laughs> I think, the Twiggy that was in Buck Rogers, as I seem to recall. Yeah, or very, maybe just very, the way the robot did. Just whatever how, he did. how he moves is his own iconic thing. It's, yes, Twiggy. I do. And then, Felix Silla. What was that? Yeah. Um, he, the actor Felix Silla, who played that role, actually oh, passed recently. Silla. So, or not recently now. It's gosh, it's actually been longer than I think. But <laughs> the pandemic has kind of thrown off my perception of when things have happened. <laughs> yeah, it's this isn't 2022. It's like 19, right? Are we good with that? Can it we go 20? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Everything's crazy. So okay, very cool. Um, this is awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, James, what else? What do you want to? What do you want to pimp out and make sure that people know this is going to be the bestest of all your stuff? Well, we've already mentioned the uh, the Halo panels, um, mm -hmm. but we're bringing back a, uh, a comparison panel, Babylon 5 or DS9. Mm. Okay. Peace experiments in space. <laughs> Peace experiments. I like that. Peace experiments in space. That... That's that's a good way to put both of those shows. I I just done a rewatch of uh, DS Nine, and it's still other than maybe now for some of the newer stuff. It's some of the best writing, the best storylines. In yeah. my opinion, Star Trek. I mean, just it's so good. I love it. Um, so that's always good. Tell the cat he cannot answer the phone. It's it's about to be time for dinner, and that is not what we're gonna do. Okay. So what else? All right. We are getting to the end of this. Um, I'm going to ask you two a would you rather. You can only save one. BSG. Babylon 5. Karen, that, that I, and I know some people are listening, but Karen, that face looked very painful for you. James, you're going to have to start. <laughs> I missed part of the question because I was muting out the, the telephone oh. ringing in the background. <laughs> no, I was saying, okay, you can only keep one. BS, BSG or Babylon 5? I would keep Babylon 5. You would keep Babylon 5. And, and is there a reason for that or just that was the first one I loved? I... I enjoyed the writing mm -hmm. and the overall story arc. Um, a lot of the foreshadowing in the beginning that you end up mm -hmm. catching in like season three or four. Mm -hmm. So I liked a lot of that uh, element for the show. Very cool. Okay, Karen, come on. I'm going to need a minute still on that one. You're going to need um, a minute. Okay, w which BSG are we talking about? Because if we're talking original BSG... Oh, nobody would choose original. I'm, of course, oh, oh, talking well, most don't recent. Don't get that twisted. That we have quite oh, really? a few people who are Oops. very fervent original BSG fans. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Uh, that, that, that was my opinion only. And John, of course, is somewhere going, you're not supposed to give your own opinion. We have a regular cosplayer that is a Lord of Cobol from the original series with the medallion wow. and, and everything. Very, very serious. And and please wow. note, original BSG fan, I am not downing original BSG in my earlier response. No, I that was not at all. You weren't. You were just that. I imagined BSG better. I didn't. I was the one not paying respect to my elder shows. I, <laughs> I understand that very well. So, okay. So, okay, Karen. Oh, dang it. Um, I might still have to go Babylon 5. <laughs> it's just, it's just so good, mm -hmm. but it's so, 
it it felt it oh, how to put this it felt more realistic in mm -hmm. some ways that are different because I'm not out there fighting every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm not having to scrabble for my survival in the same way, which is a very privileged way of putting that. Yeah. But um, on B5, they were dealing with coworkers who were irritating. I yeah. totally understand that. That is absolutely something I can relate to. They were yeah. dealing with feeling like you got sold out by people all of a sudden that you should have been able to trust <clears> that were <throat> running your government. Um, I don't know. Lots of different things. There's so many relatable things, but also so many amazing performances like Mira yeah. Furlan as Delenn. Just mm -hmm. so just so much there. This uh, that's not to to discount anything from all our BSG people, and it's yeah. just only because you made me pick one. I'm I did. I only made you pick one, and and I would say I also at least me for BS. Uh, I liked them both, um, so probably I'd go more BSG than Babylon Five. But the thing I always liked about Babylon Five is I felt a little more hopeful. <laughs> I mean, it was like, well, there's another depressing hour of BSG, no matter how much I liked it and no matter how much you might have these uplifting moments. But I would be like, oh, this change. hurts. That, that people could change. That even yes. when someone has a major physical transformation becomes something totally different. Yeah. They, that that's accepted and understood. Just mm -hmm. all sorts of things like that. We were really getting into that concept. And yeah, there's a lot of that also on BSG. Don't get me wrong, but it does take a lot you were kind of white knuckling it through some of those mm -hmm. later seasons of BSG where it was getting to the point where who do I like is going to die now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to die next? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Who's going to die next? I don't want Not to say that you can't either. have character death because that's actually a really oh, okay. important part of a healthy show. Mm -hmm. Honestly, there has to be moments where there is something at stake, but yeah. just we were starting to get PTSD a little bit at the end of BSG. <laughs> If not, so. several points during. Yes, at several points during. And and uh, BS2 was also when I had a family member going through cancer. And I'm like, okay, sometimes I just oh, have to. Yeah, it's it, yeah. it's kind of like Joey putting little women in the fri in the freezer. I was just like, I cannot do BSG this week. Nope. Um, but yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. Some of those were tough. Um, but both of them sometimes were tough. But yeah. So we liked them. Very, very cool. I will give you a free question as well if you wanted okay. to put me on there, if you want to do this or that, because I already screwed it up. I mean, I did the Jack versus Daniel. That one, that was easy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we could always do Jack versus Shepard. It would probably be Shepard. Well, that went fast. Okay, fine. Yeah, well, he's got the, ears for the win. He's got the pointy ears. They are. <laughs> look at them. They are. They have. He has little elf ears. They, they do have a certain arched, pointed presentation. They do. They do. There you go. See, I mean, elf ears. So that's an elf. So see, he also wins on two. Not only isn't he an ancient, he's also an elf. So, and and I like that. X five. Oh, there we go. Stargate. Oh boy. <laughs> on oh yeah. Uh, are you talking that is a tough one. Um are you See, talking now she's equivocating when we got her on the ropes. Mm, yeah, because I'm like, are we talking early X Files or are we talking later X Files? Well, if we got rid of X Files, there wouldn't be any early X Files. That's true. <laughs> mm. X-Files versus what? Stargate? Mm. Stargate. Any Stargate, all Stargate. And that includes Shepard. That includes Jack. That includes Daniel. That includes all of them. Carter, everybody. Yeah. See, I can believe there is a Stargate under Cheyenne Mountain. I don't have any problem <laughs> with that. But the fact that there are all these different conspiracies and everybody was able to keep their mouth shut for years and years and years with the X-Files. See, I don't believe that. So I got to go with the X-Files because I got to figure out how in the world that conspiracy kept going. That That's fair enough. That's fair enough. There you go. Yeah, uh, I kind of cling to that whole thing. And that like, was, that's what, bias. Yeah. I get it, I get and it. And that's what brought me into <laughs> this kind of fandom. I mean, I was always a fan, but. The kind of fandom of Dragon Con and, uh, you know, uh, live journaling and stuff like that. That 
you know, that was, um, yeah, that was X-Files that got me there. I wasn't, I wasn't that kind of a fan yet. And yeah, X-Files just, <coughs> every time I tried to give it away, they pulled me back again. So there you and go. And I can believe conspiracy theories to a point, but mm -hmm. then you have to remember Tom Holland exists in the world. Bless his heart. Pure little man, but cannot keep his mouth shut about things. There are so many people out there who cannot wait to tell you things. And have you ever tried to get everybody in a group to nope. do things? Just like everybody in an office project to contribute their parts. How is it possible to get all mm -hmm. these people in this conspiracy? When you can't even talk about it openly, you can't openly shame yeah, right. someone into doing what they're supposed to do, right. co-worker, right. to finally actually make this thing happen i just i i, I find yeah, I it definitely more fictional yeah. than factional and we all i we all kind of giggle about poor tom holland because you know i'm sorry that's why you have to go with benedict cumberbatch because benedict be like no no you can't talk about that no the adults are in the room right now spider-man no you can't talk are you sure yeah i'm pretty sure indeed Indeed, indeed. Well, I want to thank you very much for being here. I know, I know there's no game. If you want to come back later and play a game with John, that'll be great. Um, I could, down to play. I'm, I'm great doing this part. I can't, the game part, I just get really confused and all flummoxed. Yeah, especially and the part where I win. Yeah, that one, that kind of sucks <laughs> as well, Karen. Thanks. Thanks for just okay, I don't put a little more time. lime in that salt with my wound there. You know, Karen, come on. Just lick it and call it a margarita. You'll be fine. <laughs> I don't do this anymore. <laughs> but, okay. But I can't wait to see you guys. It's less than a month. I hey. seriously Ooh. cannot believe that. Ah. <laughs> ah. Really? You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Still yeah. working on things. Still planning things. Still making it happen. And still being ready to roll with the punches and ride with the tide. You're going to be great. All right. So for John, who is hiding, and myself with Karen and James, we're going to say bye and peace and bye. And what do you guys, whoosh, do you want to do that whoosh, whoosh, what, what noise would you guys do as you're by? And bye-bye. This has been a production of The Unique Geek. To leave a comment or suggestion, call us at 813-3210-TUG, or email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Geeks on Twitter, at sign... The Unique Geek. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share alike non-commercial license.